Hello, and welcome to Look to Love, a podcast from me, J.L. Gerhardt, to help you read the Bible a better way, to see, know, and fall in love with God. Every week, we read a passage of scripture, usually a chapter or so, working our way from Genesis to Revelation, and we ask the question, who is God? We focus our attention on him in hopes of seeing him more clearly and ultimately loving him more dearly. That is, after all, the point of everything, the Bible, our lives, it's loving God with all our hearts, minds, souls, and strength. So let's do this. Let's open our Bibles and look to love. Is God scary? Is God safe? That's the question we're asking today as we read 2 Samuel chapter 6. This is the famous story where God strikes Uzzah dead. So this whole chapter begins because King David has an idea. He wants to bring the Ark of the Covenant, the Ark of God, into the city of Jerusalem. There seem to be a few reasons why. For one, David just loves being in the presence of God. Uh, David is one who used to visit the Ark when it was in the tabernacle. Um, Now the tabernacle has kind of dissolved. Um, Saul recently massacred uh, his high priests and his Levites. And when that happened, it seems like the Ark got misplaced. The tabernacle uh, seems to have gone away. Uh, And so the Ark of the Covenant has been homeless for a while now. And David wants to give it a proper home. He wants to go back to the system of sacrifices um, and all the ways that Israel used to serve God back before the broken kingdom, the uh, the end of Saul's reign when a lot of things went wrong. So David is trying to bring Israel uh, back to its glory. He wants Israel to be all that God wants it to be. So one of those big steps is to get the Ark of the Covenant into Jerusalem. David goes out to retrieve it. He takes with him 30,000 soldiers. Uh, He's gonna make this a huge kind of military parade. And so they make this brand new cart, think parade float, to put the Ark of the Covenant on. It's pulled by probably two very impressive bulls. Um, It's lifted onto this cart and it's in the middle of a procession. And so there are musicians, there's dancing, there's instruments. And again, there are these 30,000 soldiers. The whole parade would have looked very impressive. Uh, This seems to be David's best idea. When he tries to think up, what would God want? How could I honor him as I bring the Ark of the covenant into the city. This is the plan David makes. Well, as he is executing his plan, David uh, and the the men that are working with him, Uzzah is one of them. Uh, They're leading this parade. They're bringing the ark into the city. And there is a moment at which the oxen stumble. Um, And we don't know if this is because they're going downhill or because they're going uphill or what it is. But somehow the Ark of the Covenant, the Ark of the Lord, the Ark of God, it's about to fall out of the cart. And so Uzzah reaches up to try to stabilize the Ark. And when he does, he touches it and he is immediately struck dead. The text says that Uzzah is struck dead for his irreverence. And that that word that we translate as irreverence is just a Hebrew word that means an error. Um, Uzzah made a mistake. He shouldn't have touched it and he did. And for that error, he is killed. How does David react to Uzzah being struck dead? Well, first, David is angry. 
He's angry at God for killing Uzzah. Second, he is embarrassed. David has arranged this huge parade. He's told everybody, Yahweh's great. You're going to be so excited to worship Yahweh. We're all going to get together and we're going to worship Yahweh like we used to. And here Yahweh ruins the party. And then finally, it seems David is afraid. He's legitimately scared of God. And he wonders, is it even possible for me to live close to God? Is it possible for the Ark of the Covenant to dwell near people? He's asking, basically, is God safe? As we ask the question, who is God in this passage? Maybe a question that would help us find an answer is this. Why does God strike as a dead? Because that, that act of God striking as a dead, it can be so startling, right? It leads David to anger and fear and embarrassment. And it can have the same kind of a result in us. Um, when you read the story of Uzzah, when you first read it maybe as a kid, um, I remember my feelings. I was scared of that God, a God who might at any moment strike me dead, for making the wrong choice for doing one wrong thing. And so I want to know, why is it that God strikes us a dead? Am I in the same danger? What does it reveal about God's character that he kills Uzzah in this moment? Well, it's clear in the text. The reason that God kills Uzzah is for his error. He touched something God had asked Israel not to touch. But this is, of course, bigger than Uzzah's one wrong move. Because if you know anything about how the Ark of the Covenant was supposed to be handled, you know this whole parade was a disaster from the beginning. It's not soldiers that God wants transporting his Ark. It's Levites and priests. It's people who've been consecrated. God never wanted his ark to be put on a cart, not even a new cart, not even a fancy cart, not even pulled by impressive bulls. No, God wants his ark to be carried on poles by human hands. So none of this parade was going well from the beginning. Uzzah's touching the ark is just one of a series of mistakes that have been made in this process. So Uzzah here is just kind of one symptom of a greater problem. Uzzah is struck dead, but everyone here this day participating in this parade could have been struck dead. Uzzah, it turns out, is an example to everybody else that in the end protects everybody else from that same fate. Because when Uzzah is struck down, everybody stops Everybody reevaluates. They leave the ark where it is and they walk away because they don't want to continue putting themselves in the path of God's wrath. They realize God's upset about something and we don't want to keep making God upset. And so Uzzah's death becomes kind of a sacrifice that empowers, that protects everybody else. When God kills Uzzah, he's sending a message to David and a message to everybody else. This isn't unique to the story of Uzzah. If you look at the other moments in the Bible, and there are not many of them, despite um, the way we talk about these moments, uh, there aren't many moments when God strikes people dead. There are just a handful. And in each of those cases, these moments when God's striking someone dead, it's because it's a, a singular person 
that's supposed to be an example to the larger community. So God will strike one person dead or one family or one couple for a public mistake they have made in order to help everybody else not make that same mistake. And so these sorts of moments when God steps in and in his anger or his frustration, he lets somebody have it for punishment. In almost every case, this is because it's a, it's a protection for the greater community. If that was God's plan, was to stop David in his tracks, to keep him from doing what he was doing, then it worked. Because David stops and he gives up entirely on this project of bringing the ark to Jerusalem. David walks away. But that isn't what God wanted. God did want to stop him from doing it the way he was doing it, but God didn't want to stop David from bringing the ark into the city. See, David sees God's anger and his power, and he's afraid and he moves away from God, right? David sees God in this moment, and what he sees is scary, and he steps away from God. In fact, he asks, how can the ark of the Lord ever come to me? How can the ark of the Lord ever come to me? Basically, is it safe to be close to this God? Can I ever have the ark close to me? Is that, is that a safe thing? And I think that's a good question. It's the question I'm asking when I read 2 Samuel chapter 6. Maybe you're asking that question too. You see God kill Uzzah here in this moment, and you're asking, is it safe to be with this God? Fortunately, there is an answer. It's right here in this same chapter. As we look at 2 Samuel chapter 6, everything seems to come to a screeching halt with Uzzah's death. David walks away from the ark. But later in the chapter, we see that David hears some news. He hears that the place where they have left the Ark of the Covenant, they left it at this guy's house. His name was Obed-Edom. They leave it at his house. And, and a rumor comes to David, hey, it seems like God is kind of miraculously blessing the household of Obed-Edom. Here they have the Ark of God in their family, in their presence, and that Ark seems to be a blessing to them, not a curse. Evidently, you can be close to the presence of God and not be afraid. So David thinks, hey, maybe this is time to give it another shot. And he does. And we see in 2 Samuel 6 that the second parade is entirely successful. David is able to bring the ark into the city of Jerusalem where he has this tabernacle that he's created to move it in and to begin a system of sacrifices and worship to God just the way he had hoped. Why does it go so well the second time? What is it that we learn? What is it that David learns that enables David to actually be in the presence of God in a way that he couldn't before the way they did the other parade? Well, we find out in 1 Chronicles chapter 15 and 16, which is just a second account of this exact circumstance, that we find David, he's talking to the Levites, and he's telling them that the first parade did not go well, and he knows why. He says, David tells the Levites, it was a mistake not to involve you. He's like, I need you involved this time, I need you to be a part of this, and it was my bad to not have involved you from the start. 
He says, we didn't inquire of the Lord about the proper procedures. That's David's sentence there as he plans the second parade. He looks at the Levites and he says, I did it wrong the first time because I didn't inquire of the Lord about the proper procedures. In other words, David didn't ask God what he wanted. He didn't ask God what God wanted. Who is God? Like anybody, he wants things. And if we want to be close to him, we have to care about what he wants. Is God scary? Only if you don't care about pleasing him. Only if you don't care about what he wants. Only if you're only looking out for yourself and only want to do what you want to do. If you are willing to seek God, to ask God, to know God, then it's safe to be in a relationship with God. It's safe to be close to him. But if you don't ask and you don't seek and you don't know him and you try to be close to him, you're in a dangerous spot. When David does bring the ark of the Lord into the city of Jerusalem and he sets it up in the tabernacle, it is a huge parade. There's musicians, there's Levites. David himself is dressed up like a Levite. He's wearing a linen robe and a, a linen gown. Um, his wife, Micah, maybe you'll remember, uh, talks about him as being indecent. And I thought as a child that it meant he was naked or he wasn't wearing enough clothing or he was being immodest. Um, but it's actually the, the total opposite. He's being modest. Uh, David dresses himself like one of the others. He's just an ordinary Levite in this procession. He's not wearing any kingly garments. And that's what Micah has a problem with. He doesn't distinguish himself. But David just kind of submits here. He says, I'm just a normal guy. I'm like these Levites. Um, and so he brings in with, among the Levites and the priests, the Ark of the Covenant. And when he does, he offers a prayer, a prayer that's a psalm. Um, as he brings in and, and sort of initiates this beginning of the moment of the Ark of the Lord residing in Jerusalem. And in that song, he says, let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. And I wonder if David is reminded of a value of his that he has always had, right? David has always cared about seeking the Lord, seeing his face, gazing on him, following his way, and for just a moment, David forgot. But then he remembered. And so he says to Israel, Israel who he wants so desperately to be close to God, the Israel that he wants God to be close to, what are the words he says to them? He says, seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. Thanks for joining me today at Look to Love. This podcast began as I was writing the book, Look to Love, A Better Way to Read the Bible. So if you're interested in this way of approaching scripture, go get yourself a book available right now on Amazon. You can follow me at JL Gerhart on Instagram or Facebook, or subscribe to my free bi-weekly essay, The Goodness, where I look for the goodness of God in the land of the living. Do reach out. I would love to know you're listening. Until next time. I hope you'll look to love.